Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Matt Sin, also known as Wrestle Life Matt, and I'm sitting here with Regina Rosendahl, and we're about to chat because this is Indie Focus. Indie Focus is the show where we sit down with someone who is working or has worked in independent wrestling, and we learn more about them. Hashtag support indie wrestling. How you doing, Regina? Hi there, I'm good, and it's pronounced Rosendahl, but thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you corrected me. I can't roll my tongue, so I, I'll do my That's best. Fine. But it probably isn't going to work. <laughs> this this redneck Alabama boy can't do it. All right, I'll forgive you. <laughs> oh man, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. And you are from Finland, and you're in Finland right now, correct? I am. Yes, and it's very hot for awesome. Finland. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. So let's, uh, before we actually get into wrestling, we want to know a little bit more about you. So tell us about yourself. What are some of your interests? Well, mm, obviously wrestling is kind of taken a hold of my entire life. So right. right now it's kind of hard not to mention wrestling if someone asks me about my interest. But I would say I'm like super interested in the drag culture right now with the like RuPaul's Drag Race and everything. And I'm oh, wow. like... I'm like super into it because it's it I think it's um there's so much similarities with wrestling as well to really to, yes like the gimmicks and the and the whole like getting your own personas and, and they, they really it's just wrestling without the wrestling honestly um that's yeah that's yeah. an interesting way of looking at it <laughs> yeah but um that's like one of my main things and I've also <clears throat> I've always been a huge horror fan so I love horror movies okay and all kind of ghosts and spirituality and witches all that that's kind of really stuff. interesting yeah huh. that's cool <laughs> see I I don't know anything about drag culture oh. uh, but my wife and I are supposed to be visiting Las Vegas soon so I'm assuming mm -hmm. we're gonna learn it whether we want to or not I hope you do I really hope you do <laughs> I, I I would That's... like I can't say anything about track culture as because I'm just I'm only looking at it so <laughs> I wouldn't be the person right. to tell you anything you know really but yeah but yeah it, you should really it's it's an an experience and and I think if you look at it the right way you can really see the similarities in wrestling as well even though if if they like do a one woman show it's maybe more yeah. more like a stand up thing but but still yep. You should. That is so interesting. That is not <laughs> what I expected to hear. M most of the people go, "Yeah, I like video games," or oh, "I'm a big fan of movies." That's that's yeah. really that's a that's a opens a whole new portal there. That's really cool, Regina. So let's move into you and let's learn a little more about you uh, as far as wrestling goes. So did you watch a lot of wrestling growing up in Finland? I did, um, and I think it's a very common story with anyone who um, is now a wrestler. Um, so basically, I started watching wrestling um, around 10 years old, I think. Um, we only had it um, in, the, in the Finnish television. It was on around midnight. So we had one episode of Raw and one episode of SmackDown. And I don't think it was even like that week's or the previous week's episode. It was just some episodes of, really? of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I, That's I'm funny. pretty sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, I started around 10 I think um, and I just always um, watched it then went to went to school tired the next day and that was <laughs> kind of my life for for that time 
I gotcha. Um, but yeah, a couple of years later, I obviously started watching stuff from the internet because then, then it kind of became the era of YouTube and all that. So yeah. So who were some of your favorites when you were growing up? Well, I always have to say that my absolute favorite was John Cena. Right. Always. Um, but I also loved Edge and Lita. Yeah. Um, and those are the three that I remember from that time. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Edge. So if you're a fan mm-hmm. of both, when John Cena and Edge were feuding, who are you rooting for? Well, obviously John Cena. Of course. Of course, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was rooting for Edge at that time. I, I like the bad guys, oh. and so <laughs> I was rooting for him. I like John better when he was the doctor of thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> he did that on, on WrestleMania 35, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And 36, yes. actually. True. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. He's it's always back. cool to see callbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you watched wrestling for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, and then you decided you want to become a professional wrestler. So how did that come about? What lit that fire in you that said, man, this is really something I have to do? I can't remember, like, what it was exactly. I think that watching wrestling, I just kind of came to the conclusion that I have to wrestle myself. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think... It was just very obvious for me, and I never had any other like plans for what I wanted to do, like any career ideas or anything really. Just wrestling. I got gotcha. you. At that time, um, we didn't. We I don't think we even had wrestling yet in Finland, or it was just about to start in Finland. But I had not heard about it, so I had no idea that we had an actual promotion in Finland. So I just always thought that. I would have to move to Canada to start right? wrestling. And I'm not, I, I don't know where Canada came from, like where I got that idea that it has to be Canada. Why not like the States or why not UK, for example? Right, because it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> but that was like my idea that when I turn 18, I will move to Canada and I will become a professional wrestler. But I didn't because then I found the promotion in Finland and it started here. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that worked out for you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So let's talk about the current product right now. Do you watch any of WWE? Um, I do. Um, I do not subscribe to it or anything. I, I try not to give any money to them because I don't really agree, agree with the Saudi Arabia deals and uh, right. the infamous Black Wednesday that they had. Um, just so many unethical things I feel are happening there and I can't support that even though I think the female wrestling is better than it has ever been in WWE so it's it's very hard for me not to like because I, I want to support the women but I can't yeah. support the company so I I do try to watch it from YouTube and, su- and stuff um, but I do not subscribe and I don't give them any money. I try not to, even though I know they get some money from the YouTube stuff as well, but yeah, it's significantly less though. Yes, it is. And I was at WrestleMania 35 when the women were, were main eventing. Oh, that's that awesome. Was a, yeah. Cause that was a huge deal. Yeah. And I honestly, when I was a kid and when I started wrestling, I could have never imagined like seeing a women's match, even though I, I obviously wanted to have that, but I just didn't even think it would be realistic in any way. 
So yeah. for that to happen, it was like, this has to be the biggest thing that has happened yeah. in my lifetime. <laughs> I have to see this. Well, yeah, it's a huge deal, especially especially in wrestling. I remember yes. when I was younger, you know, you would see bra and panties matches and hot lesbian action oh, and all that stuff, and yes. it was embarrassing. And even yeah. when I f- started watching wrestling again back around 2010, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it had come a long way, but it wasn't anywhere near where it is now. You know, you had the divas, and they all kind of looked the same, and you had a handful yeah. of them that were really good wrestlers, but most of them were just there to be eye candy. And it is yeah. amazing just in the last couple years what the Four Horsewomen and, and mm-hmm. all the other uh, female talent in WWE has done in that company. Yeah, and they're finally, like, given the opportunity to do that because, I mean, when, in, in in 2010, for example, when you, you said you started watching again, yeah, um, they were not giving, given any opportunities and right. any, they, they were not giving full-length matches, for example. Yeah. And I, actually, I listened to the Bella Twins' their, their book that they just released a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And they actually talked about the fact that they weren't like even trained to do that. Like that, that wasn't the 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 women weren't trained the same way that they are now. Yeah. So like, that was their job to be eye candy and their job to do a divas match, basically. Yeah. So. I can't remember yeah. who it is, and I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth, but I want to say it was either Trish or Lita. Because I remember reading someone, and it might have even been the Bella Twins, and I'm mixing it up, but I remember someone specifically saying, we were told not to wrestle like the men, even though yes. we could, we were told not to. And it just blows my mind. I don't understand why they would, why they would want to limit their performers like that. Yes, it, it's happened to me as well. It's not that, like, you would think, like, oh, it happens in WWE, like, because they're crazy right yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of what you think but there's still like this weird old school old school mentality in the indies as well i mean maybe not in finland we've gotten rid, rid of that now but we had that when i started so the the women's wrestling from when i started watching and what it is now that i have myself wrestled for um almost six years now it's like I can't even put into words how much we've grown and and how the things have changed. I'm so glad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, in such a short time, right? It's almost like it's, yeah. that women have busted through this glass ceiling and it's not it's not new, but it's new in WWE really. Like uh, TNA yeah, did it yeah. a decade ago. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. yeah. They did, but they weren't like nobody talks about that. Right. Kinda. Like, like it did happen, but um, but yeah, they weren't given the same kind of platform that it's right. getting now. Yeah, exactly. True. So let's talk about uh, the other major company, and let's talk a little bit about All Elite Wrestling, because they've handled women's sure. wrestling very differently than WWE. Yes. And I'd just like to know your thoughts on that. I don't watch AEW religiously, but I do try to watch the pay-per-views, like the big shows. I'm very happy about how they're representing their females how they're representing the whole roster because they're they're about the equality of the people in the company that's that's the feeling that i get like no matter your race or gender you're getting the opportunity 
And yeah. I know that the, the women's like division has gone, gotten some slack of about their kind of like performance or something. Like I, I've heard some people like complain about that, but I think it's growing and I think it's getting better. And I think the best thing that happened was that Nyla Rose won the women's championship. Right. I think that was such a progressive thing to do. And I, was, I think it was a huge thing for female wrestling and for wrestling as a whole, really. Yeah, it, it was definitely something that, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't think I would see in major American professional wrestling in mm-hmm. for, for decades. Like, I, I, yeah. I did not expect it at all. Um, no. And, and it, it was, I'm trying to put this delicately, <laughs> because it's hard, it's hard to talk about, especially in America right now where everything's so crazy. But yeah. It was a really great thing for it to happen. Yes. So it was. Um, and and I'm not gonna lie to you. We have on this podcast talked about how AEW's uh, focus on their women's division has been a little lacking, mm-hmm. but I don't think it has anything to do with the performers. And uh, I don't know how much you've been watching over the coronavirus, but uh, Britt Baker and Penelope Ford, and then of course Nyla Rose, Hikaru Shida, Chris Statlander. All these women have, have really busted through, and, and others I'm sure that I'm, I'm forgetting about, have really yeah. been putting on wonderful matches, and they're getting more of a focus each week. And mm-hmm. Kenny Omega said that that's something that he wants to do. He wants to highlight the women's division. We just have to give them right. time, and we're all big AEW marks, I'm not going to lie. So mm-hmm. we're trusting them, and they seem to be improving already. So I'm hoping this time next year that we'll really have some, you know, uh, storylines and focus even more so on the women's division in AEW. Yeah, I hope so. And I'm really, that's that's why I'm such a big fan of them. Like, because I feel like they're doing it. Obviously, I don't know. They could be like huge assholes behind the scenes. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm not there, so I don't know. But like the feeling I get is that they are treating the people fair in there. And that's that's kind of what I feel from the product as I watch it. Yeah. I feel like the women are treated well yeah. in that company. And that's that's a huge thing. It has really not been the case in many promotions. So. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, everything I've heard about it, and again, it's just hearsay, but everything that I've heard has been very positive with that company. So mm-hmm. we'll, all we can do is cross our fingers and say a prayer that it's legitimate, right? Yes. God, I hope. Yeah. So one of the things that I really like to talk about with uh, the women that I interview is intergender wrestling. And I want mm-hmm. to know, because I've, I've gotten some different opinions, and so I want to know if you think that it's empowering to women. Do you think it holds women back? Like, what are your, what are your thought process on intergender, good or bad? Oh, I think it's good. I, I love intergender wrestling. Because um, the way I see it is that we, we do theater. So... I would not want a gender to be in a way of a storyline, you know? I don't see why, why, why we would not have women and men doing a storyline together. So, yeah, I mean, let's it do makes sense. Stuff. You know, you yeah. can't, I don't think it's fair to say, let's put Ronda Rousey in there with Tito Ortiz in an actual MMA yeah. fight, but it's different. And, and I think it that. It depends on your view of wrestling. A lot of people are very old school. 
and I was that way. I didn't like the flippy style wrestling until I started watching AEW, <laughs> and now it's my favorite company in the world. Um, and I didn't really like intergender wrestling until I started talking with independent wrestlers and started watching independent wrestling. And then the intergender tag team match in AEW on the Jericho Cruise last year was mm-hmm. just so well done. Um, and I, I don't want to see it in WWE because I don't trust them to to do it properly. Um, right. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see it in AEW in the next year or two. I really wouldn't. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. Because I don't see... Cause we are not boxing, we're not MMA, we're not, that's not what we do, we, we're more or less, we're actors doing a storyline, so why would not, why wouldn't we do it with, with different genders, why, why should the gender matter, I, that's just something I don't, I, I really don't understand, I think we need to get to more, more of the equality thing, and I, I, I hear people say like, well, it's not realistic to have a man and a woman, but that's really the, you know, the uh, responsibility of the writer, isn't it? To make it believable and to right. make it work and, and the responsibility of the workers to make it work. Like we still, we have like huge guys versus small guys, which is also not realistic, right. but we still believe it. So it really has to do with the fact that the other one is female when f- people feel like it's not oh, this is, we can't watch this, I don't like this. Yeah. Right? So it's, that it's it really is a gender issue, and I hope, I really hope we can get rid of that in the in the coming years, and I feel if AEW actually goes there, they're going to be a huge trendsetter, and they're going to help us a lot, even in the lower levers, so to speak. Yeah. Um, because whatever WWE does, or whatever AEW does, it's going to reflect... On the indies. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. I hope they will do good. Yeah. And they're the two most visible companies. New Japan might technically yeah. be bigger uh, than AEW, yeah. but they're definitely the two most visible companies in the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what they do, people are going to mimic that. So, we'll we'll see how, exactly. that, how that comes. So, let's let's learn a little bit more about you and let's transfer back to, to you. Um, sure. Before you actually start a match, do you have any rituals that you do before that match? Well, I wouldn't say I have rituals, but I think the because we have like we have matches like once a month here in Finland. About that, that's like an estimate. Um, so we don't get them as much as other people have, like in the Indies, like for yeah. UK example or something. So whenever we get matches. And we have shows. It's very like it's a unique day, I feel, and it's like very nerve wracking. And I'm still to this to this day, I'm still nervous. Like when I wake up on really? a show day. Yeah, it's it's not as bad as as it was when I started, but it's still like I I'm not hungry and I feel like anxious and I'm kind of stressed out and. Obviously now, now I have more responsibilities as well. I'm I'm not just wrestling because I'm actually also helping to run the promotion, so to speak. Yeah. So I have other responsibilities on the day as well. Um, but I am nervous. I am nervous about the match as well, always. And also now that we get even the women in Finland nowadays get storylines, um, and I think that's the most interesting and nervous part about it because like i want to do good and i'm just 
nervous about how how the storyline is gonna get over on the on the audience and are they gonna get it and how am I gonna get this emotion cro- across to them and and what is my opponent gonna do to help me get this thing across and you know that's it's because it's you never know what's gonna happen when you go out there live yeah like you don't get like a second take or you know you you just gotta go with the flow so that's why i feel it's always nervous and i also i always just want to do better because i don't i know i'm gonna i i know that i i will have an okay match when i go there i know i'm not gonna have a bad match but that's like that's not enough you know right so that's why i think that's where the nerves come in because like i i want to do perfect and it's never perfect but that's like what i have in my brain that i do what that's that's what i want to do yeah so so yeah nurse um <laughs> that's that's not at, at all what you asked but that's my answer <laughs> well that that's given me an easy transition so you've been wrestling for about five years now and you still get nervous yeah. so i want you to think back five years ago your very yeah. first match how did you feel mm-hmm. before that match started and how did the match go Okay, so I don't really recall the match at all. It's really, it's it's really blank in my brain. Wow, and I have seen it like from from video, but I just remember some like small glimpses of it. And I remember walking through the curtains, and I was I was kind of a baby face, but more more of a tweener at this time. And I wasn't really sure what my character was or what my role was in this play. So it was all all, all um, very vague and um, just trying to get the persona and the and my gimmick across. And I was trying to smile when I got in there. Okay. And that's when I noticed that my lips and my whole jaw is shaking. And really? I can't, yes. And I can't. Like, it's not stopping. I'm like, I, is everyone seeing this when I'm, like, smiling? And what, what is it? What do I look like? So I just stopped smiling. Um, after watching that, like, before, like, after, you can't see it, see the shaking. It just felt so intense, but right. it's not actually visible. But that's actually one thing I remember because that's, I had that for a couple of years after starting like during my entrance when i smiled or tried to make a facial expression i would notice that my lips and my jaw is shaking wow so So you were (laughs) do you not remember because you were so nervous that day or is it just because it was so long ago or what yeah i think both wow um i'm actually like very good at remembering i don't i never forget like stuff that we're supposed to do i remember everything that we have here we agreed beforehand and all that like i have very good memory in the match but not so much like after it trying to recall what happened so yeah i don't really i mean i remember it was a bad match i mean it wasn't good wow <laughs> like yeah i mean we didn't do like huge botches or anything but it was just wasn't very entertaining yeah (laughs) i I haven't spoken anyone yet that's like yeah my very first match was absolutely incredible so don't feel bad that's that's (laughs) that's what i hear every single time i do an interview 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's let's transfer from your very first match to your favorite match. I want you to tell me mm-hmm. what your absolute favorite match was and tell me why it was your favorite. Okay, so this match, it's my favorite. It wasn't um, it wasn't exactly my technically my best match or we didn't have the best moves or we didn't get all, all our shit in in this match. But um, the way we got this match, it was such hard work. So, okay. So kind of the story is that we had a very... Um, old school booking team, very old school people running our promotion in Finland. Okay. Um, and female wrestling was not appreciated. It was very much like you get the six minutes before main event, you get the cool down match, and yeah. that's it. And also we have the... I was the only female wrestler in, in the women's division, so to speak, at this time in Finland. And then we had Jessica Love, who is um, the only transgender female wrestler in Europe. Oh, um, wow. But she, she was not treated as a female wrestler at that time. She was only wrestling uh, men. And I wasn't allowed to wrestle men. So we weren't allowed to wrestle each other. So we didn't like that. <laughs> that was... Um, that's... I can't even like begin to tell you how wrong that is in so many levels. Right. That she was treated that bad and obviously I was treated bad as well as a female wrestler and she as a transgender woman so yeah we started a huge like um, movement backstage we started we we got new people we finally got new people to run our company we got new people booking and that's how we fought for us to finally get the match um, so we finally had the match in 2017. Um, so it was, yeah, it was me against Jessica Love and it was our first time ever facing each other. Um, and you can just, even now when I look back in the match, it's, you can just see the excitement and the happiness and the, the feeling that we finally did this. Like we're, we are actually breaking this glass ceiling now. Yeah. So that's a big deal. That was a yeah. It was a huge deal for us, and it was a it was a huge deal for female wrestling in Finland, and it was a huge huge deal for wrestling in Finland in yeah. general. It was kind of we were just kind of like turning in the new page, so to speak. Yeah. So that's my favorite match. It, it's not. I think it's still on YouTube. It's it's Regina versus Jessica Love. Yeah. Um, it's me in my old golden gear, so um, it's not a very good match, but you can you can see how much we actually want to do that. So now I don't remember which one it was because there are a couple matches with you and Jessica Love on YouTube. Yeah, uh, and I watched the one because yeah. I always try to watch indie wrestlers and, and check out a couple of their matches before I interview them. So the one I watched with you yeah. and Jessica Love. You had like uh, some mask guys come out with you. You were definitely yeah. playing heel, and yeah. they like attacked mm-hmm. her before the match. And then you had some more surround the ring. Is that the is that the right one? Yeah, okay. I mean that's not the one. That was actually the the end of our feud. Okay, but that's if I had to pick another favorite, that would be it, just because of the story that we had behind it. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, the first match that we had. We actually started the storyline. We made 
I got the heel turn in that match. Okay. Um, okay. I saw that's that. That's kind of how we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we went in and got a, like, a year-long feud. There was a This Is Wrestling chant during that match. There was. Yeah, it was And great. I believe that was the first ever This Is Wrestling chant in a women's match in Finland. That's awesome. And it was. It, I, I appreciated it, even though I don't care what the fans think. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about your character. So you told me when you first came in, you were a little bit of a tweener. You've obviously had a huge heel mm-hmm. turn. Um, I watched yeah. a couple different matches, and um, the the match that had that we're talking about right now with Jessica Love um, that had the mask guys was that a one time mm-hmm. thing, or is that a, a part of your no. character now? No, that was that was a huge part of my character when I t- did my heel heel turn. Yeah, I started having this. They were my prisoners. Okay. So that's what they were called. It's a it's a wordplay in Finnish, so I'm not gonna explain it because it won't work okay but that's that's how i got them yeah and i just i was just very set on on having like servants because that's that's kind of what i felt like if i'm I'm, if i'm gonna start a queen character i want people serving the queen right so that's how, how i came up with it i usually have just the two but in this particular match i had 10. oh wow so that's yeah. really cool. So your character obviously went through some major changes. What prompted those changes, and what's like your favorite gimmick you've had? Well, I love playing the gimmick that I have now. Yeah. I started when I started. Like I said, it was very vague of what they wanted and what they needed from me. So I like getting in the the character together was very was very hard. I I had no idea what I was doing. They were like, "Okay, we want you to be." A baby face, but not really, but like kind of. So just be a baby face, but but just don't be too liked, basically. And right. I'm like, what the? I mean, I can just barely wrestle. How can, right. I, how can I make <laughs> make that happen? So I did like the tweener tweener thing for a couple of matches, and then our uh, baby face at that time quit. In Finland, and they were like, "Okay, you're gonna have to be the babyface on the next show." So then I, that's when I started. Like I did three matches as a tweener, then I was a babyface for I think two years, in which I was just the, the most basic creator wrestler babyface right. that you can kind of imagine. Like not a lot of personality there. Yeah. So yeah, that was. But that was kind of like the I'm happy to be here phase of my wrestling career. So it didn't yeah. matter really. I was just as long as I get matches and stuff. But I was so happy when my baby face run was over and I got the heel turn. Yeah. That I think that really kind of brought life to my character and, and to my wrestling. So I went into the Ice Queen character. Yeah. And um, I got the prisoners and uh, just started doing like super healy stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, and I, I love it because I started doing all the snow and cold and ice and all that stuff and with the queen stuff. And it was like 
working as heel is way more like um, it comes more natural to me yeah than the babyface stuff does and it's also it's like a cultural thing because in Finland it's like um, we it's we don't really like put ourselves out there like we try not we try to be very humble and modest and not really <laughs> like we we can't say that we did good okay <laughs> that's kind of like that's that's not a finished thing yeah so being a baby face in finland it's so hard because i try to do the kind of like the american thing yeah like i'm the baby face yes let's clap and right laugh and smile and then finish crowd is like what the f- is this face? <laughs> <laughs> so it's very hard to find like the balance to do that. And even now when I when I talk to you in English, it's like I use way more words than I would ever in Finnish. I would just answer to you in one or two words. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not, like I'm trying now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what was the question? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Basically, ever since my heel turn, I've been the Ice Queen, but it has uh, kind of morphed itself into what it is now. So it's mm, I, I can't really. It's it's very like nasty and yeah. like not likable at all. Right. But I I love doing the. I try to get some inspiration from you know drag as I spoke earlier. Yeah. To get to divaness and the sassiness to the character, and I think I've kind of I'm getting better at it. That's interesting. So yeah. my next question is: Do you prefer to wrestle as a babyface or a heel? But I figure like I already know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely heel. Even though I I'm pretty sure if I had to like do a face turn now, I would be a lot better babyface now than I was back then. Right. Obviously, I have so much years like between here. But yeah, I mean, I would kind of be interested to see how I would do as a babyface now, but just as an experiment, mostly. Like, I love working heel, and it's um, you get to be more in charge in in the ring, and you don't really have to worry that much about what you say or how you come across, because you're not supposed to come across as like likable or anything. So, right. Yeah, I enjoy That's cool. it. That's cool. It gives me more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about who you want to wrestle. So here's a here's a tough question. If you could wrestle mm-hmm. anyone from any point in wrestling history, who would that person be and why? Um, I think there would be like, if I gave this like more, a little more, more thought, I think I would uh, come, come up with a lot of answers. But even now that I'm thinking about it, I, there's like one name that um, pops up. Okay. <laughs> So, I would have to say Charlotte Flair. Okay. That's a great answer, by the way. Yeah. And just because I think she might be the best wrestler in the world. Yeah? I I think she might be. And I think, like, obviously I've been watching the Four Horsewomen and... And and then everyone else that has come uh, come up after and and before and yeah like I only watch female wrestling nowadays basically right. I tr- try to skip through the men's matches but yeah I feel like Charlotte I I understand that she's not the indie darling at all because she's yeah. like WWE's own product 
so to speak. But she's so good. She's so detailed. She is. And she's so precise. And she's such a big persona. And the charisma that she has. I don't think I I could say anyone else, really, yeah. to this. So that that's why I think Charlotte... Not only is that a great answer, but that's an answer that actually could still happen. So that makes it that much better, right? I mean, I love that you think it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it could. I mean, yes, theoretically, it could happen. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's an active wrestler and I'm an active wrestler. So There you go. Yeah. But yeah, because this is because I feel like in my past... Because um, females haven't had that much reputation. Reputation, what's the word? Reputation. Reputation. No, the the. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Representatio. It's infinite. Representation. Um, yes. Thank there you. we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I understand Finnish. I'm so smart. Yes, you are. Thank you. Multilingual. Okay. Bilingual. Uh, now my English is like yes. Okay. You're doing great. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, 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 yeah, but they ha- hadn't had that, like, when I started watching wrestling. So I do have, like, I did like Lita, and I still love Lita. But, like, um, it, I don't think Lita would be the, the match that I would want to have. Yeah. So I think that's why, like, my biggest idols in wrestling are kind of the stars that we have today. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of sad that it's, it's only now that I, we get this, but in, 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 in a way it's such a big feel, deal that we do have them now. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, female wrestling, it's important. And it's good now, too, because <laughs> it is. you guys it are is getting so the opportunity. So I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been good. 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. It was just wasn't given that chance to be great. Yeah. And it was just in very small segments. You didn't get as yeah. much opportunity. There, There's always been good women's wrestling. You've had a Lundra Blaze and Fabulous Moolah sure. from a long time ago. And yeah. Trish and Lita. But it, it, I, st- I completely agree with you, though. Not even close to being given to the, the same opportunities. And I think that even though no. it's, it's not perfect now. I, I'd, I'd be a liar if I said no. it was perfect now. But... It's been a lot better. Yes. And, so. I mean, I'm way more interested in the win-wins matches than I am in the guys' matches now. Yeah. And it's not about the, that the guys are bad. It's yeah. just that it's... And it's not that women only want to watch women or that men only want to watch men. But it's about the representation that yeah. you have. So, when I'm a female and I want to watch wrestling, I'm going to be more drawn to the women yeah and i think so, that's fair i think that's fair yeah so that's why i'm like the past few years like watching the four horse women in wwe like i'm just in tears watching the segments and the the matches like they're getting a hell in a cell match and right they're getting a main event in the nxt takeover and i remember like all that like and then the main event in wrestlemania it's like what is happening and right. it's so beautiful and I just hope it's not just the trend 
that we're now following and then we forget. So I really hope it's that it's going to last. I hope so too. I hope so too. So before we actually wrap up with the show, do you have any cool stories mm-hmm. that you want to share? I'm not, I, I don't know about cool, but I can tell you a story. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Let's hear it. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is interesting to anyone, but I think um, the most memorable like day I have, I've had in wrestling must have been when I was, I was in England in a, in like a five day camp. It was a women's camp in WAW or Bellatrix with the Knight family okay. in Norwich. So we did a, a women's camp for five days. Um, they told me on Tuesday that they want me on the on their show on Friday night, and I was very new. I was I I've been wrestling for I think for a year at this point. Oh wow! So I didn't bring my own gear because I didn't know it was a thing that you bring your own gear if you go training somewhere. Okay. So they're like, okay, we want we want you to be on the show on on Friday, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, I'll. Cool. I don't have a gear, and they're like, "We'll figure out something." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So Friday comes. First, we train for six hours because it's still at like a train, uh, the last day of the camp. Okay. So we train. We don't have showers in the in the training area at all. So we train for six hours, and it's f-ing hot. It's right? no one's saying it's hot. It's like thirty Celsius. So that's very hot. I think. Very yeah so i would agree you would even agree that it's hot and like actually like training in this weather so we're all sweating like a lot okay no showers okay six hours of training then we hop in the cars we drive a couple of hours to the venue i i have no idea where in england i was at this point like okay they were just driving somewhere and we 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 got to this place it's um it's a huge place. It has some like carnival kind of a vibe to it. Um, we start setting up the ring. We put up the ring. Okay, so then we went to the backstage. It's like, okay, we have an hour until the show. I don't know what I'm doing in the match. I have not had a shower after the training. I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I don't have a gear. I don't have a tan, which I usually ha- had at that time. So I'm like... Okay, I'll just figure something out. I'm putting on like black like training pants, like leggings or something and a ripped up like a top. So, it, okay, the actual like end product of my look was it was okay. I've seen worse worse in right. D&D, so it was okay. But I had no idea I have been wrestling for a year. We didn't have time to prepare for the match. I've been training for six hours and I'm sweaty and I feel like I, I must smell like shit when I go out there. Yeah. So then they're just like, okay, we're going to just go and do the, the match. And then, okay. And then after the match, just start hitting each other and we'll, we'll just come and cut a promo on you. And I'm like, what, what, what was that? What, what do we do? And then <laughs> Music hits, uh, we go in, we do the match, and then it was okay, it wasn't good. Uh, but again, I have not seen this one. Yeah. This I have not seen this match. And that's a Finnish thing also, to say, like, you're not good. So, <laughs> excuse me for saying that all <laughs> my fine. matches are bad. So, <laughs> but, like, I, 
when I did my entrance, I felt like I smell like shit and everyone thinks I look like shit. I've never been this kind of like unprepared for a match because in Finland we have all the time in the world. Kind of, I do, I do like I use two hours for my makeup and hair on a show day. That's so, a lot. Yeah, and it's it's very much an aesthetic thing for me. I I get into my character with with the look. That's kind of how I do it. Yeah. So yeah, um, I felt like shit and I was doing again, <laughs> kind of a tweener gimmick, and I don't know why that haunts me. But yeah, so we did the match. I felt like it was okay, but I I was just very unconscious about how I look and how I smell, and <laughs> I'm like super tired about all the training. Yeah. The bell rings, I win, and then the girl just starts hitting me <laughs> after the match, like really hard. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I kind of, like not too hard, but it's just like... Stiff. Uh, yeah, as in hard as I feel it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I remember someone saying something about brawling, but I don't remember anymore. Like, I, I'm not sure if I'm, what, what's supposed to happen, so I just take it. <laughs> so I'm just lying on the floor and she's pounding on me <laughs> then finally someone comes in you know it was actually Soraya Knight that comes okay. in between which is Paige's mother um, for those of you that don't know it is yes yeah, sorry I, I didn't introduce her properly no you're fine yes she's Paige's mother she comes in between and the referee her away from me um, and then she just kind of like starts cutting a promo and I can't hear her I have no idea what she's saying. Oh no! So <laughs> I'm like, I'm standing in the in, in the ring. Uh, the the girl is opposite of me, and Saraya is standing like in between us. She starts cutting a promo. She's looking at me in the eye and pointing at me, and I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so I just figure, okay, I'll just play it cool. Like, okay, I'll just. I'll just whip my hair and walk off. Okay. And I did. And then the girl starts um, running after me and I run to the backstage area. Yeah. And I'm like, what the f happened? And I never got an expla explanation for this. What? Like, what? You know, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so what just happened? And they were like, yeah, you did good. You did good. And anyone I asked, what happened? How was it? What was that? And they were like, y you did good. I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. Please answer me. What was that? <laughs> that's great. But yeah, I still don't know. That's I still so funny. don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, if you ever find the answer to that, I uh, I want to know. So you got you to gotta hit me up yes. and we'll do a follow-up to this. And I want to know what happened. Because yes. it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And I think we were maybe building a storyline, but I never got back there. So yeah. I, I don't know. Oh my god. I gosh. don't know. Maybe I never got back there because they kind of figured that, okay, she doesn't speak English. She yeah. does not understand what's happening. Let's just not book her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome to the yeah. wild world of independent wrestling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank so you for sharing that. That's my craziest story. That's great. Yeah, no that's problem. That's awesome. So tell me, um, I know right now we've got COVID-19 going on, but once mm -hmm. it ends, can you tell us where we can find you, where we can watch you wrestle? Well, mostly in Helsinki. I think we will actually start getting matches around August or September. Okay. Um, 
because we're actually doing pretty good with the COVID-19 here in Finland right now. Awesome, that's great. Which means we obviously can't, we can't fly people from anywhere else. So we're just going to have our local shows. Okay. But yeah, it's FCF Wrestling anywhere okay. on the internet. That was That's the Finnish wrestling promotion. We're, we're um, a feminist and an inclusive promotion. Okay. So everyone is welcome to join. Everyone is welcome to watch. We do try to represent our uh, female wrestling as high as possible. And yeah, just follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook to Regina everywhere. Um, that's where you will find out about the matches and the shows and uh, whatever else might be going on. Yeah, that's great. So that's Twitter and Instagram. That's T Regina T. I'm sorry, to Regina T O O Regina. Yes. Correct. Yes, exactly. Awesome. That's great. And of course, we follow her. So if you can't find her, just check our follows, and you'll you'll be able to find her there. No issues at all. Regina, thank you so much. And also to the listeners that don't know, because I am a massively impressive editor uh just so you're aware <laughs> regina is the kindest person i've ever met because we got about half an hour into the interview and it just stopped and then we lost everything so we had to start all over from basically the beginning and regina is the most patient kind person that i've ever met regina I, and i legitimately mean this thank you from the bottom of my heart for being so kind and understanding and uh, uh finishing <laughs> this interview i really appreciate it no worries it was Great doing this. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We loved having you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Indie Focus. My name is Matt Sen, also known as Russell Life Matt. I'm here with the Ice Queen, Regina. And say that last name for me again. Rosendahl. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> you can follow Russell Life Radio on Instagram and Facebook at Russell Life Radio. And we're Russell Life Pod on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Russell Life Matt. Remember to hashtag support Indie Wrestling. And I hope you all have an absolutely... Wonderful day.